Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, guys, it's Candice. Are we singing today? It's Kayla. <laughs> And we thought we'd have everything Stop. figured out by the time we're in our 30s. Clearly, we are directionally challenged. <laughs> and tonally. But we really did think we'd have it all figured out by the time we're in our 30s, and we don't. Not at all. We really don't. But we have such a great guest today who we're going to stop and ask for directions from, Danny Pellegrino. Yes, you guys might know him from his epic podcast, Everything iconic, which you were one of the guests on his. I weren't you? was. Mm -hmm. He does a lot of wonderful recaps about everybody's favorite reality TV shows, especially the shows on Bravo. Um, one of my favorite reality shows is Vanderpump Rules. Mm -hmm. So he so kindly, after I kept Instagramming and like adding him, that I was <laughs> loving all of his recaps. He invited me to be a guest on his ep on his podcast where we recapped an entire episode and it was a joy. That's amazing. Now, Candice, you have some experience. In reality television. Yes, I am a re I am a former reality TV star. You are, aren't you? Yeah, it's kind of a big deal. Mm -hmm. I don't like to talk about it too much because it's a pretty intimidating fact. I mean, it's a lesser known <laughs> fact. It's actually one I forgot about until we were going to do this episode. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, I was on a reality show once. <laughs> um, I was on an episode of Punk, Which was one of my all-time favorite shows growing up. Yep, it was a show in the uh, like mid la mid thousands, yes, mid to late thousands for all of our younger listeners on MTV. On MTV, where Ashton Kutcher would prank celebrities. Now, I was not one of the celebrities. Um, I yet, had <laughs> yet, no, Jesus, um, no. I had a friend. Her name, um, her it was Brittany Snow. She's a wonderful actress. Uh, we got to know each other when I first moved to LA, and she was working on a show called American Dreams with Vanessa Lenges. And I guess Vanessa must have been approached to punk Brittany, and so Brittany had invited. Um, a few of us girls out to go to dinner with Vanessa 
and it was just to go to dinner. That's it. And then we were going to maybe hang out and have a girl's night afterwards. And, uh, we parked the car, went to dinner, came downstairs and the car had been kind of blocked in. It was a parallel parking job and there, there was construction in the area. So there was a porta potty behind the car. And then there was another car blocking us in. So she kind of had to maneuver it where she had to, have to pull forward, pull back a few times to try to get the car out. I'm not the best driver. So I decided to just jump right in the car with Brittany. And we had a friend of ours, Sarah Godshaw, who stood at the front of the car and Vanessa stood at the back of the car. And so they'd instruct Brittany, like, pull forward, stop. Okay, now go backwards, stop, pull forward, stop. And then when she went backwards, um, she essentially hit um, this trailer that was behind her with a porta potty on top and the porta potty fell over. <laughs> And not only did it fall over and porta potty juice went everywhere, but a man came crawling out of said porta potty, oh yelling and screaming because his eyes were burning. <laughs> and then all these construction workers like flooded the scene. Um, and as this went on, we're all panicking. You know, they're yelling at us. It was actually pretty scary. You guys all looked traumatized. We really, th we were like, none of us knew how to handle it. We were all like 18 years old, mm. 18 and 19 years old. And at that point, you're just like, oh my God, what are we going to tell? What do you tell your parents? You know what I mean? Because in like... You're like, oh my God, my insurance rates are going to go up. And like, what do we do? None of us knew what to do. I think at one point, Brittany says, can someone call my dad? Yeah, that sounds about <laughs> right. And uh, and so the, everything kind of goes on. And lo and behold, at the end, Ashton Kutcher pops out <laughs> and goes, you've been punked to Brittany. Demi Moore, he was with Demi Moore at the time. She comes running out. And it was hilarious. And it was at the time, like, I, I still can't believe that 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 even happened now if you are listening to this at home or near a computer not if you're in your car but please go google this because it comes right up and it's such a great episode and we continue to talk about it so we'll make sure you watch it before you continue to listen and if you're in your car just save that for another time let's be safe here yeah and i'm so excited because we've got danny pellegrino here today to talk all about reality tv why we watch it what are the shows that made us all the best shows to be watching right now and we're gonna have him recap my very infamous episode <laughs> of Punked. So stay tuned, guys. We'll be back after the break. And we are back with the Danny Pellegrino. Woo -woo. Danny, you just saw my reality TV debut. Oh my God. First of all, thanks for having me, especially <laughs> after I watched that. I'm like so grateful I'm here. It was such a delight to watch it. It was Punked. Were we, yeah. was I supposed to give that away? No, it was. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's punked circa, I think that's 2005. I mean, you look like a different person. If you hadn't told me that that was you, I would have watched that episode and thought like, oh, look at that mm -hmm. cute girl. You have red yeah. hair. Yeah. Love your denim skirt. I mean, Thanks, everything about guys. it was so 2004, 2005. <laughs> yeah, it was amazing. Totally. And I had, I mean, you so almost forget that punked exists existed i don't know it was just so fun to watch and ashton kutcher i mean come on he was such a beaut he's still such a beaut he's such, such a, a beaut and do you remember the punked episode where they made justin timberlake <laughs> cry course. how could i forget i mean justin timberlake didn't he say in an interview that he was stoned that whole he said he was high he said he was high and so he was like so extra confused about what was going wow. on oh my God. or there was that episode where beyonce was like lighting the tree do you remember this one it was a christmas oh, episode yes. of Punk's. oh my god and yes. the tree fell uh -huh. and she's just like what do i do. And wasn't weren't there like a bunch of little children around and they were all crying? <laughs> you did this or something. Such a mean show. I like mean, when you really But so good to watch. And I also never understood how they didn't realize that they were being punked. But they did such a good job of tricking the artist into being like believing it was real. Yes. And Candace, you were saying you knew there was a point. There's a point. Yes. I mean, this happened so long ago to the point where I almost forgot it even happened. <laughs> um, but yeah, there it's, it's obviously a shocking event occurs. You know, you don't really know what to do. It's so out of left field, but at a point when you're, if you watch the video, you see that there's a guy being like, you know, there's corn all over him. And that's <laughs> when it gets a little like, really? But yeah, uh -huh. at the point where like when the porta potty had tipped down, there's like corn all over him. And then this, random woman walked up and it's nighttime and that's kind of when the pieces came together because also even though the segment itself is pretty short we were out there for a good 
period of time. Right. They need to get a lot of footage just to edit it down. And Demi Moore was in this clip. Like she was in the truck or whatever. I don't know what the backstage of. (laughs) Yeah, she's like in the secret truck. And then I can't basically one of our friends who was there, her name's Sarah Godshaw. She had run off to the CVS to get waters and antibacterial wipes. Smart. Go Sarah. Because she just was like in on it. I hope they refunded her for that. I know because she didn't know what was happening, but she was like, I know what to do. So she went and got like a bag full of stuff and she'd come back and she was acting at the time and we're all standing there like kind of just staring at Demi Moore and she's like, what happened? Oh my God. Hey, you look familiar. Did we do an episode of Clubhouse together (laughs) to Demi Moore? (laughs) And we were like, no, Sarah. This this is there's TV cameras here. We were on um, punk. We were just punked. You're Sarah. talking to Demi Moore now. Oh my god! Um, it was a very interesting thing. But did you watch all those shows? Did I you watch did. those MTV shows? Yeah, I loved all the MTV reality shows. I mean, my, the first sort of foray into MTV reality was the Real World, and it was so mm-hmm. important to me growing up as a kid. Especially as I'm, I'm gay now. I mean, I was gay then too, but <laughs> but it was so important for me as a little boy in Ohio to see gay people on TV, and that was the only place you could see it back then. Yeah, I mean, one of the few. Yeah. So was that the very first reality show you watched? Yeah, Real World was the very first one. And yeah, I, the first uh, franchise of the Real World was Real World Hawaii. I remember being obsessed with it. And it was it was an interesting time because I feel like that was the turning point of the Real World where it started to get more into crazy fights. Do you remember the first night was Ruthie? She was, she got like very drunk on the first night and that was the the first of the really drunk antics on MTV. And then it went even further with real world, uh, Las Vegas. Vegas was crazy. Crazy. I remember that season. And then they did New Orleans, which was really crazy. Danny on New Orleans was the first crush I had. He was like, do you remember he had like a boyfriend who was in the military and they had to blur his face because it was at the time he wasn't allowed to be on TV. And that was just, I, I had never seen anything like that on TV. It was so important to, to me and I think a lot of other closeted, you know, young people at that time. Yeah, because there weren't any other shows. I'm even trying to think even network television. Nothing. 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 And Pedro, of course, from season one. I mean, there was any, uh, the LGBT representation at the time was non-existent mm-hmm. other than the real world. And the real world was, I think like the first reality show and kind of like doing my homework. There was one other one in the eighties where they just filmed a family for yeah, a, a PBS show. I, for, I can't think of the name of it, but yeah, there was a PBS show and I think it was like a mini series. I don't why do I feel like Survivor was one of the first ones? No, Sur- was Survivor it not? was one of the first like game game type. show reality shows. Right. Okay. Okay. Oh, interesting. Yeah, but MTV was doing a lot, and I'm of course obsessed with Newlyweds. I think like <laughs> yeah. as anyone else is. <laughs> I was obsessed, so that was an MTV thing that I just remember being so drawn to, and I loved it. Did you guys ever watch Next? Oh yeah. I, that for me was like I would come home from school and be like, oh yeah, I want to put on Next. Like it was interesting <laughs> to watch people choose other people to date, and like, oh he's hot. I don't know. It's just such a horrible, horrible premise. They would always do the facts. Like when you were meeting the person on the screen, it'd be like, uh, once tried to microwave his foot. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Obsessed with bubble gum. Like you're like, what? Wants to write children's books. Like they would always be so random. And you're like, what is that fact? Now, did you start watching, you recap the Real Housewives, obviously, like, all of them? Most of them. Yeah. You know, I, yes, most of them. I most focus them. on, I try to focus on two shows at a time. So right now I'm doing Real Houses of New York and Southern Charm, but I love the Bravo. Bravo has like such a pacing for reality shows that whenever I go away from Bravo, I'm always like taken aback. Like if I try an e-reality show or something, I'm like, this doesn't feel right. Like I don't feel home. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there's a certain cadence to it. There right. really is. It is an art that they've, it is an art, a masterpiece. Is the pace faster on Bravo? Pace is faster. Like if you watch an E show like Very Cavallari or yes. Kardashians, mm-hmm. not saying that they're bad, although I would actually argue Very Cavallari is a very poorly produced show. I, I don't understand it, but they're very, they're much slower paced. Like okay. Kardashians even is very slow, but I think because there's so many big personalities that we already know so much about, I think it's okay. I think it works for them and mm-hmm. we're used to it. But, you know, it's interesting with the new Hills reboot coming. I had been watching the old Hills. Like I've, I've been re-binging it. And that pacing was much slower too. And I haven't seen the new reboot yet, but I'm so curious how it's going to work because now on reality TV, things move faster. Even if you compare Kardashians or Very Cavalry to the Hills, those the newer shows are still much faster than the Hills pacing wise. Like the Hills was so slow, painfully slow, Mm. but it was 
compelling at the time because I don't think we had a lot to compare it to, or maybe it's just because we grew up with that. I, I'm not exactly sure, but I'm very curious how the new reboot's going to do because we're used to Vanderpump Rules now, which moves at an insane pace. I mean, even on a slow season, this most recent season of Vanderpump Rules was probably their slowest. And still a million things would happen in an episode. And how do we feel about Misha Barton joining the New Hills reboot? I just can't picture it. It seems very bizarre. Yeah, I think the, I think they've been struggling and I've heard rumors. I don't know if this is true, but I've heard rumors that they filmed the season of the Hills reboot and then had to refilm quite a bit of it because they weren't quite happy with it. And the same production company that does Vanderpump Rules is doing the Hills reboot. Oh, oh. interesting. So it's like, I, I don't know. It, it's going to be very interesting to see. I can't wait to watch. The Did you guys reboot. see the preview for it? Um, I, I saw like a little bit. Like it's basically just a lot of the old clips. Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, wait, what are the what's the new stuff? They haven't it, showed new footage. Yeah, yet. but do you think that they're gonna? It's gonna be more real because that was the whole shtick of the hills was when they wrapped it up. It was like on a sound stage, and it's like, haha, like we were just acting the whole time. Even yeah. though I don't know about that, but. Do you think that it, there's an expectation of it being more real this time? You know, I don't think they ever anticipated it being something that would be rebooted. Now we're doing all these reboots. And so, of course, MTV wanted to cash in. And we're all so into nostalgia. So they're like, let's do the Hills reboot. But it's like the ending of the original Hills was, you're right, like it was showing us that it was scripted or at least partially scripted. So I think it's going to be weird. From what I've heard, they're doing confessionals. And also it's an hour long. So I think it's going to be a different show. But I still think it'll be... I, I think it'll look looks wise. It'll look like the old version, but I, I'm most interested in the pacing. I just don't know how it's going to work. If we're going to find it too slow or if they've sped it up or if they're making them go through storyline quicker. I, I don't know. Did you ever see them filming the Hills when you were in LA? No, but my, my biggest regret in life is not going to Ledoux. <laughs> I was there the opening night. Were you really? Oh, oh my, my God. God. I was Tell there for all everything. the action. I knew Frankie Delgado really well back in the day. Shout out to Frankie Delgado. <laughs> I haven't talked to you in years, but um, uh, yeah. Remember when they had that show 24 7? Seven yes. with like all, those were like our no. guy friends. What's twenty four seven? It was basically our entire group of guy friends um, in LA at the time. My friends and I at the time would go to clubs quite often. I hope my teenagers are not listening. How and, many uh, nights a week? Every night. Every single night. Every night. Maybe not What's except Sunday. Oh no, Sunday was jazz nights. At, <laughs> yeah. Like no, it was every night. Yeah. What's Literally. the craziest thing you've wow. seen Tara Reid do at a club? Oh <laughs> my god! I, I, I'm trying to think. If I saw much Olsen. of her, I only saw the Olsons like hunching over, walking through <laughs> once. But um, Paris Hilton was always spectacularly kind, like <laughs> wonderfully inviting and would let people like come to her. I remember being like, why are we at Paris Hilton's house? <laughs> like, poor thing. It's like, what are we doing here? Um, and it's exactly what you think it would be. And but she was someone who was always kind and respectful. I like um, Lohan, <sighs> you have a Lohan story. She does. You can tell by her face. No, I, you remember that like there was like a huge Us Weekly cover and it was like Nicole Richie and Lindsay Lohan. It was when they were like so mm -hmm. thin and they were like going out of the club. We were, my friends and I were there <sighs> that night and we all went like afterwards. That was when she was hanging out with like Talon from... Oh yeah, she dated Talon. You guys, from I did. Very weird. I they did for a little bit. A horrible Tara Reid movie with Talon called what? Senior Skip Day. I'm in and heaven right now. Is, this is all I ever want to talk about. <laughs> it is. I mean, it's hilarious, but it's one of those like raunchy teen whatever. And Talon and I are like the two leads with Tara Reid and this other actor. And what? I just remember <laughs> asking him so because it was right after The Hills and all of that. And he would just, yeah, he definitely would like leave. And have to go continue shooting the hills and how fake it was and all that good stuff and it's just like that whole crowd it just seems like it's just crazy it was wild i mean honestly they would really film at the club like we would be out on a friday night at ledoux because that's you'd go out on a friday night <laughs> or every and, night or every night but no because there were different clubs on different nights yes, like excess one night got you it. know like all the things spider thursday nights um friday oh, nights at amazing. ledoux <laughs> 
That's and why I wanted to move to LA. I remember like watching the hills and seeing Ledoux and I'm like, I have to go to there. It's my Mecca. It was wonderful. I remember. And then B- Big D was the bouncer out front. And I remember the one time. Big I, D. Yeah. Wait, let's yeah. Re- he was back the up. nicest. Yes. And he was the <laughs> sweetest guy. He ended up being in like, remember forgetting Sarah Marshall? Yes. He was like the bartender, I think. In the, or he was, he had a big role in that. Um, and he was the nicest guy and he just wanted to be an actor. And well, clearly he was. And he was. Yeah, he got he put in a, yeah. And, um. Did he choose his name, Big D? I don't know. That was just the bounce. I don't know. I feel like that's a I don't self. know. So wait, this movie with Tara Reid, what was the craziest thing you saw Tara yeah. do? <laughs> also, I don't remember them trying to make talent a movie star, but I like that they did that. Apparently they tried. He yeah. was pretty. He was, I, he was yeah, cute. He was yeah, cute. he was cute. Did you have uh, scenes with Tara Reid? Um, yes. She was pretty professional, to be honest. Mm. I kind of expected a train wreck and she was pretty good. To be honest, I've done not a ton. I mean, I, I noticed like, you know, some late night drinking when we had night shoots and stuff like that. But to me, that's a little bit more normal. I don't know. Not that no, I do that, but no, you know at- what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I need to specify. But, I, you know, when you see the craziest thing, that's not that crazy. Yeah, right? yeah. Yeah. Now, at Ledoux, did you see Lauren and them filming? Like, LC? I never really knew her, but I saw... But I saw... I would, you'd see them filming. Like, I remember seeing... Like, there was one night when they were, like... And then it was like the early Heidi days when she was dating the other guy. It was like oh, the yeah. first Jordan, not Jordan, Jordan, or or, Jordan. Yeah, one of them, yeah. Do you sign a petition then going to the club? Like I accept that I might no, end up would, on the show. There was like an upstairs area. So there are like certain areas that they would just specially light. Got and it. as long as you're not like jumping in there, which. But you, I would feel like a lot of people would want to jump in there. I don't think that, that I feel like looking back. I, I wasn't that kind of person. And also I don't think it was allowed. I think it's different now. Like if they're, if people are out and a reality show is being filmed, people are almost like, yeah, I'll sign a waiver jumping in. And I think because it was slightly scripted, it wasn't like something that you would jump into. Mm -hmm. I don't know, but it was very weird to have it be so successful, something that I was watching. And then also like Living. living in that world and knowing like, at least the guys, I knew the, the guys better, not on the show, but, uh, that were friends of all those people. Right. So I'd see them out a lot more, but it was very interesting. It was, it was a crazy chapter in MTV and there were a lot of shows. What other it, shows yeah. did you watch back in the day that kind of, Oh gosh. I, I mean, I, it, you're talking about next. I remember like dismissed and there were yeah. all of those like dating reality shows that I really loved. I'm trying to think of what else. I loved the challenge and I still watch it. It used to be like the road rules, real world challenge. Mm. And now it's just the challenge. I still love it. I still think it's excellent. Uh, but are you like a bachelor bachelorette person or not really, you know, I've dipped in and out, but it's just too much of a time commitment for me. Like, because I do so much Bravo, Mm -hmm. it's like, I would, I'm sure I would love it. And every time I've watched like the bachelor bachelorette, I like it. But it's so many hours a week and I'm busy with housewives. Yeah. <laughs> you got you to choose your side. <laughs> um, yeah. were, did you notice things like pacing of a reality show? Do, or do you think you've just watched so much? I mean, my dream is to have you make an amazing reality show because I think you would knock it out of the park. Like, oh, are you, you always thinking of like what would make a good reality show? You know, I pitched one recently <gasps> to Rob and they didn't end up, they didn't want it, but I thought it would have been great. But I do feel like I'm an expert in reality shows now. Like I get, I know how to make a good one. Even I've had friends, different friends doing different shows and I, they'll ask me for tips or whatever. And I, sometimes they'll take them and sometimes they won't, but it's like, I feel like I know what a show needs because I critique it all the time and I'm obsessed with these shows. So I think I know, uh, but you know, it's, it's easier said than done because if you tell someone who's on a reality show to you know, act crazy. Or I always say on a reality show, you need the first episode to have, or at least the first season to have a huge moment. Like it only has to be one on the real housewives in New Jersey. They had the table flip moment, which came at the very end of the season. Otherwise their first season was pretty bland. Like there was a few little cute things, but if they didn't have that table flip, I don't know that they would have gone on to like have such a successful season because at that time, not every housewife was getting picked up. They canceled the rehearsals at DC and that kind of thing. So I think it's important to have a crazy water cooler moment. And now it's getting harder and harder to have a moment like that. But certain reality shows that come and go, the E Network just did a show called What Happens at the Abbey. And it was supposed to be like a, a Vanderpump Rules kind of show. And I felt like they needed a moment and they didn't have a moment. Like they didn't have one big thing that happened that we can all talk about that was crazy. And that's understandable if you're the cast member. If I was the cast member, I wouldn't want to be crazy and do something that now has to be so over the top that you look like an insane person. Wasn't there one of the housewife shows where someone threw their 
prosthetic right, leg at yeah. someone else <laughs> oh that would be a moment it was that's a moment. like an event yeah yeah, yeah. It's wow. an event. you need something though and i and i think too often these shows now they don't have that and so they get canceled like the abby show got canceled after a season and it, i actually think that was a great show but they didn't have a, anything for us to talk about no. or to meme or to mm. get a, a viral moment it seems like there are so many reality shows that when you say, oh, I just pitched a new show, my brain goes, what the heck would you even come up with? Because what's the what is there a gap missing? Is there a type of show that's missing? Well, I sort of fell into this pitch because I had met with this network for something else. And then I have some friends who I don't want to give it away because we're like looking at other networks. Mm-hmm, but of course, uh, there is worlds. And the thing with that I learned and just as I've been pitching the show is that they're looking for different things at different times. So like one network, they might have a large female audience and now they're trying to get a male audience. And so they're looking at shows that uh, they're looking at shows specifically that fit with their current audience of women and gay men, but also open it up a little bit. So if you look at Bravo, like below deck does really good for them. And so does Southern charm and those shows they're from what I've heard, I, I feel like they're looking for more shows like that because those shows aren't necessarily exclusive to women and gay men. Like Housewives is very a particular audience. Mm-hmm. And below deck, like my straight brothers from Ohio, they feel comfortable enough turning that on. Now, my straight brothers in Ohio will also watch Real Housewives, but they feel a little bit more comfortable talking to friends about below deck or Southern charm. And that's toxic masculinity. And that's an issue. <laughs> we have a, a larger yeah. issue at hand. But uh, so I think certain networks, they're looking for different things at different times. And I mean, also speaking of Bravo, I know they did like a home renovation night that didn't end up working. But I think at the time they were looking for a bunch of home shows. Why do you think we're so obsessed with reality TV? Because I, I I dedicate maybe not as many hours as you do, but I still dedicate a lot of time where I was talking with some friends a few weeks ago and we were listing off the shows that we watch. And by the end, they're like, how do you then do anything else <laughs> like sleep or raise children or like work or be productive? There's time to fit it all in. That's like you just stay I up said. late. I stay yeah. up late and I watch. And do you guys have it on too, like while you're doing other things like no, cooking? No. I focus. I focus too, oh, but nice. I guess yeah. there's certain shows I'll put on and I won't focus, but for the most part I'll focus. <laughs> but why, do, why, why are we watching so much reality TV? Do you think it's because it's not as a heavy commitment? Do you think it's kind of fulfilled like the sitcom void a little bit where it just feels good? It feels mindless, escape. but not mindless. A hundred percent. That's exactly it. I think it's easy to watch. You can pay attention without having to, you, you can sit and watch like the way we do. And then I treat it like a sport and I recap it and pick apart every scene, but it's still not like the news to me is so dark right now, especially it's like, mm-hmm. I don't want to turn on the news. I suffer from anxiety and depression, so it's hard for me to watch a lot of scripted drama stuff. Reality shows, it's like such a heightened version of real life. It makes me feel better about myself and my life and my circumstance to see that like these other people are crazier than I am and they're, they're doing more insane stuff and I can live a little bit vicariously through them and I get my fill of drama. My life doesn't have drama, but I get it, my fill of it on reality TV. I like that I can comfortably gossip about someone else and know that I'm not really like it's not like you're talking about your friends, your loved ones, or, or you're just like feeding this kind of like gossip void a little bit, you know what I mean? In a safe way. I also wonder too, like you watch these people on TV doing regular things. Like everyone's obsessed with the Kardashians, right? We watch them sit on the couch and text. Well, we sit on the couch and text. So then it also feels like, well, maybe actually I could have my own reality show too. There's that weird fantasy. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back in just a minute. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact 
you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. It's time to get more in 2024. I know for me, one of my goals is to feel really strong this year. And honestly, so far, so good. Because that's where 310 Nutrition comes in. It's helping me and our listeners in the new year with protein and super rich food products with so many options and flavors. Right now, I have the chocolate bliss and caramel sundae, and they are both so (laughs) delicious. I have to hide them from my husband so that he doesn't steal them too. They're a triplex protein blend, plant-based proteins that include pea, brown rice, and pumpkin that leave me feeling full. 310 Nutrition also has a hydrate electrolyte drink mix. My favorite is the peach mango flavor. So not only am I hydrating and drinking water, I have an electrolyte blend, vitamin blend, and it's sugar-free. With one stick of hydrate mix into 16 ounces of water, and it can provide the same amount of hydration equal to drinking two to three bottles of water. Thank you. This way I can keep my resolution, keep feeling strong, have greater focus, feel refreshed, and maintain my hydration without having to drink as much. One of my favorite refreshing water enhancers they have is the lemonade flavor. It gives me energy. This one's also sugar-free. It's used with real lemons and it's pH balanced. And this also offers the same hydration as two to three bottles of water. Right now, 310 is celebrating a new year of goals with code CHALLENGED and giving our listeners 50% off up to $100 for your first order. With so many sample packs, new products, it's really fun and easy to put together an order or start a subscription on products that you know you'll use and will help you keep your resolution. So go to 310nutrition.com and use the code CHALLENGED right now for 50% up to $100 for your first order. That's 310-nutrition.com and use code CHALLENGED. It's all the good stuff your body needs in flavors you crave. So be healthier effortlessly. If we care about the ingredients in the food we eat and the beauty products we use, why shouldn't the same be true for our feminine care products? The FDA doesn't require brands to disclose a comprehensive list of ingredients in their feminine care products, so most of them don't. Lola offers complete transparency about the ingredients found in their tampons, pads, liners, and wipes, all of which are 100% organic cotton with no added chemicals, fragrances, synthetics, or dyes. Plus, with Lola's customizable subscription, you get to choose your mix of products, mix of absorbency, number of boxes, and frequency of delivery. And you can even change, skip, or cancel at any time. I love the transparency of Lola and knowing that when I buy tampons from them through their subscription service, that I know I can put it into my body and feel good about what's there. I know that there's no synthetic dyes or weird scents. I just want to be able to have a period in peace. Not only are their tampons fantastic, I also really love their wipes. For 40% off all subscriptions, visit mylola.com and enter challenged when you subscribe. That's mylola.com and enter challenged for 40% off all subscriptions. Hug Me Deodorant by Bloom, that's B-L-U-M-E, is an all-natural, safe, and sustainable deodorant that really works. 
Hug Me Deodorant is made with probiotics. The probiotics encourage your body to make more good bacteria, and as a result, your body produces less bad bacteria, so BO doesn't exist. What? Mainstream antiperspirants contain aluminum, which gets absorbed into our bloodstream and has been linked to cancer. Hug Me Deodorant is safe, sustainable, and leaves you with no smell and no sweat stains. It lasts for 24 hours, so you don't have to reapply throughout the day. It's rated the best deodorant ever by New York Post. Wow, that's awesome. I have to say, it arrived in the mail and it was in the cutest packaging. I thought, what makeup did I order? And then I opened it and I was like, oh my gosh, it's the Hug Me deodorant. And I love the way that it smells. It's not this over-the-top, overbearing scent. It's just fresh, clean, crisp, exactly how I want to smell all day. Hug Me by Bloom keeps you feeling good, feeling fresh, and super huggable. Right now, you'll get 25% off your first stick and free shipping when you text COMPASS to 79-79-79. This is a special offer you can't get anywhere else, and you support our show when you support our sponsors. So text COMPASS to 797979 to get 25% off your first stick of Hug Me deodorant. If you don't love it, return it for a full refund. No questions asked. Text COMPASS, C-O-M-P-A-S-S, to 797979. You guys, Lenny Lou makes really comfortable, luxurious leather sandals in a variety of beautiful and versatile styles. Purchase a pair for yourself or you can order matching mother-daughter sets for an added element of family fun. Lenny Lou's ultra-soft sandals are handcrafted by a team of artisans in the south of Brazil. They're made with a soft goatskin leather, allowing the sandals to stretch to your foot without the painful blister-filled break-in period of most shoes. And that's really important. So, you guys, these master-crafted sandals are individually tested for comfort and fit, and they look amazing with any outfit. You can add a pop of color to casual jeans um, or just pair them with your favorite summer dress. Lenny Lou's Goddess Collection is currently available for a limited time only, and they will sell out quickly, so don't wait. If you don't love your Lenny Lou's, send them back for a full refund. You have nothing to lose. They'll send you back. You can send them back for a full refund. That's amazing. Full refund for a pair of shoes and a mother-daughter. Oh. Kayla, have you, you and I, we're going to be hanging out, recording this podcast with our matching shoes, and our daughters are going to have matching shoes. I mean, what is cuter? I can't wait to see you in Florence in matching shoes. It's going to be the cutest. Go to LennyLou.com and enter promo code DirectionallyChallenged to get 20% off plus free shipping. Then sign up for their newsletter to be the first to hear when new styles are released. That's L-E-N-N-Y-L-U.com, promo code DirectionallyChallenged for 20% off. back have either of you you're both actresses have either of you thought about reality tv or had any offers to do more than like you know a one-off kind of thing no reality tv no would you I, that's a good question because i was thinking of asking candace that exact same question about the hills like you know they asked misha barton to do the hills i don't think i would I don't right now in my life. I don't think I would. I'm also like pregnant and about to have a baby. And like, I think the transition that I'm in. So my answer for now is no, but I never say never. Right. Right. Um, a great band once said that Kayla. So I also never agree. I don't think yeah. I could do it. I, I've also, um, yeah, I think it's too, I'm too protective of like the family unit. I, I kind of understand if I could make it like a job thing, you know, where it's like just in an office to build that brand. Like, I think if Lisa Vanderpump wasn't on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills and she if, if she'd just been doing Vanderpump rules, like that's a safe way to like dip in and out of it. Um, right. Listen, I'd love to be like a host of Top Chef or something like that. That'd yeah. be amazing. Hosting or judging would be great. Like Hosting or judging, judging yeah. would be so fun. But an actual reality show would be pretty invasive. When we started this podcast, we felt like this was invasive. And this yeah. is the, you know, a completely different. What it's a version like, of a reality show because you guys true. are sharing your lives. You're but right. At least with this, it's controlled. You guys are able to control it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, something even as wonderful and inspiring as America's Got Talent, because I will cry almost every episode <laughs> like even if it's just like the dogs that jump through the hoops and then the trainer's like these are my best friends i'm like oh, they, they love everyone me. has a story <laughs> everyone has a story Kathy yeah everyone has a story yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um but i think even that would make me so scared to be a judge or host on that because i'd wanted i i just would be so scared to be in front of all those people would you i don't think i would i would want to do like I would want some sort of role where I could just dip in and do like some commentary, sort of how Bethany Frankel does, where she doesn't, on Real Houses of New York, she's not really 
showing, I feel like she's able to control it a little bit more than some of the other housewives in that she doesn't show her daughter. She's not showing much of her relationship. I wouldn't want anything with my relationship on there. Mm-hmm. Or Cameron on Southern Charm. She's like the narrator of the show and she pops in these scenes and meets with the friends, but we don't see her husband. Like that kind of thing. But it's very rare that you have that sort of control. And even them, I don't know that they have full control, but I would, I'm a type A person. I would want full control. It's interesting because I came on to your podcast, Everything Iconic, and we recapped an episode of Vanderpump Rules, which I've talked about on this show is one of my favorites. (laughs) And, um, and Lala has been able to control a lot of her storyline of of like what she shows of her relationship and what she doesn't. And that was kind of a big contentious point of the, of kind of the end of the the season reunion. A lot of the other cast members were saying, you know, you get to only show a little bit. We all have to, they say, they keep saying bleed out for this show. And I think it is true. If I was one of the other cast members, I'd be ticked off that here comes this woman who's not showing all of her life and she gets to keep her relationship private. But at the same time as she, Lala's bringing it, she, people like her. So I, I don't know. It's a weird balance, but mm. I would want to control it. I would want to be the Lala of the situation. Yeah. But. yeah. We all just want to be Lala. <laughs> just want to be, give them Lala. Give them the Lala. <laughs> give them Lala. What is your favorite? You've had a lot of reality TV um, guests on your show. Has there been like a favorite or a dream guest you've had already? You know, The Real Houses of New York is my all-time favorite show, like right up there with The Comeback with Lisa Kudrow. It's like, those are my two, like greatest shows of all time. So The Real Houses of New York, anytime I've had Dorinda on and she was great and Sonia came on and it was very bizarre and like... So I don't know. That's like a dream for me. That's like fun for me. The episode I just listened to of yours was with Jennifer Love Hewitt. Jennifer Love and Hewitt. And I'm such a it. fan of her too. And you were so cute because you're like, I had your posters up in my room, I mean, yeah. but it was for Ryan Felipe, not for you. <laughs> and it really confused my parents. It did. I mean, and that was, I mean, I have a lot of actresses on too. And like that Jennifer Love Hewitt was huge for me. And I like, I was like crying after she left because like you said, I had her poster on at my wall mm-hmm. and someone a little boy in Ohio like dreaming of talking to someone like Jennifer Love Hewitt at the time there was no way it would happen and then here she came to my house because I recorded my little apartment and she had just gotten a puppy so she shows up at my door with the puppy I'm like what is this world I'm gonna <laughs> dream just, and she brought me a bottle of her wine it was like a bottle of wine a puppy and Jennifer Love Hewitt I was like what is Your my favorite life? it was yeah. the best did I die what happened yeah. what's going on yeah. here <laughs> the best. and I love I especially love talking to actresses especially women who've had I, I love talking to women in the industry, especially someone who's a woman over 40 or a certain age, because I feel like this industry is against women is, I don't know how to word it, but um, constricting to aging women or kind of any woman that has survived and thrived in this industry is so impressive to me because I just see all the odds that are stacked against them. And I I had Beverly D'Angelo on, who's like an actress who's been around forever. Love her. And to hear her stories about the industry throughout the years, throughout the 70s, the 80s, and she's still working. And I'm just like so impressed by someone like that who's able to, again, survive and thrive in this industry. So someone like her, I had Bonnie Hunt on, which was a dream. She's another woman I grew up worshiping. And to just hear their stories and it's like, they're still working, they're still doing the thing. And I think it'd be so easy to just say, okay, I can't, I'm not doing this anymore. There's not roles for me or there's, it's tough, tough for me. I think I would probably give up, but they're still working and fighting and it's amazing. That's amazing. What do you think is going to happen to all the housewives when, do you think it'll ever end? I don't know. Because how many years is the longest running housewife show? Orange County is, I think 13 or 14, or they're going on 14 or something. They have been around for a while. And Vicky, who's still on the show, she's the OG of the OC and she's still going strong. I think they're like our general hospitals now. I think they're One Life to Live or or, or our soap operas now. So I think they're going to keep changing the cast. And I think they'll keep bringing old people back and bringing new people in and exchanging it that way. But I think it'll be set up just like General Hospital is where it'll keep going. And I, I don't see Housewives ending anytime soon. I think they might get rid of a franchise or two. If they were to, you know, suddenly start failing, but the ratings are still good. The ratings are pretty steady now, actually, amongst housewives. There was a while where ratings went through the roof for all the housewives. And then they started dipping, dipping because casual viewers just sort of went away. But now they're leveled out and the hardcore fans, the people that are obsessed with Bravo, they're not going anywhere. And I feel like it's the same as soap operas where... Soap operas maybe had their heyday in the 70s, mm-hmm. but then they leveled out and they, General Hospital pretty much has the same viewers for life. You know, they, they're they not stopping. 
Have you guys been to either of the restaurants, Sir or Tom Tom? I haven't. You know my feeling. Candace, we have to go. Don't meet your heroes. I'm so scared to meet them. And I was. But if you go, does it mean that they'll be there? Oh probably. God, I don't yeah. know. Probably. But I told Danny before we started that I was at dinner with some friends I hadn't seen in a long time. And I looked across the restaurant and the entire cast of Vanderpump was sitting and eating dinner. And I mean, everybody. We had Lala. We had Randall. We had Katie, <laughs> Katie Tom. Tom. We had Brittany and Jax. And I even tried to like. I was just so nervous. I didn't know what to do. And I didn't know if I, do I say hi? I don't want to be that creepy person. And you feel hi. like, you know, him because we've watched him do everything on TV. I know. Yes. I wanted to be like, Jax, Brittany, congratulations. The wedding's got to be coming up <laughs> Can't soon. Wait for the wedding. I'm like, engaged. I'm engaged. <laughs> like I'm on the brink of freaking out because you guys are all here. That could have been my <laughs> yeah. opening line. I would have been like Tom, Katie, like congratulations on the new house. Um, I don't know where it is, but like, congratulations. I won't, you, though, I know. Right? And yeah. I'm not going to stalk you. I yeah. promise. <laughs> you know, I would have been like Randall, Fafty. Ha ha ha. Maybe that wouldn't have gone over very well. Candace just now walks the dog three times a day. I know. She's just walking all around. <laughs> over and She's over. I'm going to find him one of these days. Uh, you know, the last time I was at Tom Tom, I, Kelly So Clark's, you've been several times. I've been, well, I've only been to, I've been to Tom Tom twice, but the last time I was there, I met Kelly. I had a shot with Kelly Clarkson, like a, one of their shots. She's the best. She was like sitting right behind me. And like someone that was with Kelly Clarkson was a huge fan of Pump, Vanderpump fan. And so then Katie was there from Vanderpump Rules. And so there, like a huge group of us took shots. Okay. And then I'm having the best time. I'm like, oh my God, Kelly Clarkson is like one of my idols. Love her. I was so excited that I got to talk to Kelly and we had a shot and I thought that was it. That was a good enough night for me. So I'm sitting at my table and then all of a sudden like the, the bouncer or a doorman or some guy that worked at Tom Tom came over and was like, Oh, I should mention, I should back up for a second. So Katie was taking shots, but also Katie's mom was there, Terry Maloney. And I had met her when we took shots with Kelly Clarkson. So the bouncer comes to my table and is like, Danny, Terry's calling you over. And I'm like, what's going on? Terry's calling me over. So the bodyguard like brings me over to the table with Selena Gomez and Katie and her mom and like Selena Gomez's friends were there. And Terry Maloney was like, Danny, get some photos with Selena Gomez. Come sit with us. And so then I was like sitting down and Selena Gomez is like a huge Vanderpump fan. So it's like, I was like listening to her talk to Katie about Vanderpump rules and like asking all these questions. And she was fanning out the way that we would. And so funny to see like these huge celebrities that are also fans. Like Selena Gomez was like, she knew everything. She was like, Katie, what, you know, tell me about when you and Tom got married, like you're the tea towels or, you know, whatever it was. It was like, she <laughs> knew everything. The tea towels. Yeah. I know what yeah. yeah, you know. <laughs> if you know, you know. I mean, but that's crazy like, that that's just a night of your life. It was the craziest <sighs> night. That, I mean, it wasn't like a normal night, but it was a crazy night where I was like, what's going on? Like, and I was just sitting next to Selena Gomez and listening to her talk about, er, and talking to her about Vanderpump Rules with one of the Vanderpump Rules stars. I mean, and Kelly Clarkson too was like, I mean, American Idol was one of the first like huge yeah, hit. speaking of reality oh shows. Oh my God. And yeah. I just remember my 13th birthday, I had all my friends over to watch the finale of American Idol when Kelly Clarkson won. Like she, I remember that too. I, she's like incredible. That was the, that was the moment like this. I mean, that yeah. was amazing. And then remember the TV. movie they made from Justin yes. to Kelly. <laughs> have it on DVD. Oh yes, you do. <laughs> I love it. Well, we have a game for you. Mm-hmm. We're going to read off. <laughs> he just some, got very serious. He's like, okay, I'm preparing. Okay, I'm ready. <laughs> We're going to play um, real reality tv or fake reality tv was this a real show or a fake show that we came up with um so we're just going to read off some yesteryear realities possibly they're real possibly they're fake i'll do my best okay Okay. i'm ready i'm going to close my eyes and okay first one whisker wars no no whisker wars about men growing beards American beard growing team assembles his a team of bearded men to compete in international competitions I don't think that's real. Is it re- definitely you- a real show? Oh my god! What channel was that? <laughs> I on? watched How do I binge it, it yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> where where was it? It's real. It yeah, now you can just find it on YouTube. Um, but <laughs> it was incredible, and it's a, it's an actual like every country has their own team of bearded men, and they compete. Oh my god! <laughs> I need to incredible. watch this. It was incredible. Just YouTube Whisker Wars. I get in YouTube spirals of all these shows. I was just watching Ashley Simpson's show on YouTube. Oh. The whole series on YouTube. I watched Britney Spears show. Chaotic. Chaotic. 
I know. Oh, what I know. was that? that? What was that on? Oh, that was on MTV. That's a dark okay. show. UP, no, that was at UPN, I think. Was it UPN? I, yeah, I think. Where her and Kevin Federline filmed it with their own cameras. <gasps> that it was. That was especially dark. Yeah. It's a dark one. Um, okay, next show. Do you remember Hey Paula? I'm sorry. Hey Paula. <laughs> Is this a reality hey show? Paula. Hey Paula. It was Paula. <laughs> oh yes, 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 yes. Hey oh, Paula. Because she'd always sleep when she gets her makeup done. That's all I remember. From show. <laughs> um, for and the record, she, she said, "I work my ass off, Jeff." Like that's all. <laughs> I remember from anyway. So, uh, Whisker Wars was on IFC. Oh, I okay. need to watch it. Um, Splash. Have you ever wanted to watch celebrities dive from extreme heights into a pool? I do remember there being a celebrity diving thing that Kyle and Kim Richards did, but I I don't think it was called that. It was called that. Yeah, <laughs> that that must have been it. That was it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember a celebrity diving show. That was a real show. Where they would get celebrities to dive into By celebrities, a pool from, you mean like quote celebrities? Yeah, like, yeah so yeah. quote celebrities, but diving from very high heights, and, and that's it. And that was <laughs> that's the show, the whole show, and okay. that's fine by me. Yeah, <laughs> that's enough. Okay, who's your daddy? Who's your daddy's real? Oh dang it! Yeah, I, I remember that. What was okay. that? M- it was Fox, two thousand five. Yeah. Break it down, but really quickly Let's tell for our, our listeners. listeners. This is um, it's. They made a game out of a woman's attempt to find her real father, and the men were rewarded with cash if they duped oh her into God. thinking that she was their daughter. But here's the thing. It was really controversial, so it was actually shelved after the first episode, because obviously that's not okay. This was on Fox in 2005, guys. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There were a lot of Fox things. Do you remember the... Um, the swan oh like, that one back now, is so i mean i remember watching that and that was so disturbing and the doctor on that was terry dubrow who's married <gasps> to heather dubrow Stop. and Whoa. on the doc and he's um on the botched, doc botched. Oh. that's the yeah. botch he started on swan he started on swan, so swan for our <laughs> listeners it was a show back in the day where women would get full and men actually but a, a lot of them were women would get full body makeovers not just makeovers but plastic, surgery. plastic surgery like oh, yes exactly full body plastic surgery quote makeovers unquote to make them now by society standards attractive and then they took it a step forward and would have multiple contestants get an entire like months worth of plastic surgery and then have them compete in beauty pageants to see who was the prettiest <laughs> Never, swan of I all it wouldn't ever get made now no, no and the I'm, name swan comes from ugly duckling meaning they were that and now they're a swan it's so I'm l- literally just learning that now I never put that together I mean <laughs> yeah, it makes sense yeah. but I just never thought that <laughs> okay Mr. Personality, a young, beautiful single woman courts several eligible men who must rely strictly on their personalities to captivate her. Each man is disguised throughout the dating process, keeping his looks hidden behind a rather scary looking mask. I, it sounds like a real show, but I don't think it is, but it is. Not only was it a real show on Fox, but guess who was the host? Yeah. Monica Lewinsky. Of course she, of course she was. <laughs> that may, of course, that makes total sense to have Monica Lewinsky hosting that show. And did you, did you watch that Leonardo Dica- DiCaprio movie, The Man in the Iron Mask? Yes. Those are the masks that they made the guys wear. <laughs> Which partly shows your face, right? Like, doesn't it show like just as much? Just or- the eyes. <gasps> But yes, and it's it's terrifying. I recommend anyone to do a YouTube deep dive on Mr. Personality with Monica Lewinsky. Oh my god, with Monica Lewinsky. Okay. This is my last one for you. Okay. Playing it straight. Oh, that's real. Oh yeah. Was that on Bravo or Logo or something? Fox. Again, Fox Fox. with these shows. I do remember that. Did you watch this one? Was that the I think I feel like I've seen it or it somehow has entered my head. But okay, I don't remember one it. woman spending time on a ranch with a group of men in an attempt to discern which ones are gay and which ones are straight. And if she, if the gay guy convinces her and she chooses him, he t- takes home a million dollars. And then if it's a straight guy, they split it. Oh my That's God. insane. Which I think that one, I'd have to look it up, but I think that one was picked up after Fox for Bravo for a season <gasps> or logo or something. Okay. I feel like it was picked we'll up for another better. season outside of the network. Okay. That's but crazy. I'm sure the money, like, I'm, I think the money probably was like non-existent. Well, and they're on a ranch and they're making, they're all on horses with cowboy hats. Even if they're not all cowboys, it's so weird. It's, I, I love a sexy cowboy. Though. I, know. I know that's neither here nor there, but I do love it. <laughs> yeah, we've had some like crazy reality shows yeah. since the birth of it. And we got the prime, like we had the best seats to it because this mm-hmm. was kind of 
like the 2000s was when they really came all over the place. You were they right. Were Fox out. had it and then E. E. Okay. Yeah. I remember it being on like an off network mm-hmm, thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I remember from that time, um, Extreme Home Makeover Home Edition. Do you remember that one? Like yes. I was obsessed with that one. And that was like a oh, positive Ty Burrell, one. The yeah, host. Ty Burrell. I loved him. It was like a positive, upbeat one, but then it, like the people had to pay too much in taxes or something. It's like the price is right. <laughs> yeah, yes. If you win on the price is right, you have to pay taxes on all that stuff. If so you win a, lot a of car on can't... like Oprah's, did, do you also have to? Yeah, Oprah. Oh. That's why I think they uh, stopped doing I did read an article that said that she's thinking about rebooting her show, which that's almost oh too God, good to be true. I know. I know. I know. That, that would just bring me so much hope. I know. <laughs> I, know. I know. And speaking of YouTube, if you go to YouTube, you can watch some of her favorite things episodes. And I think that's like the best tv ever like i miss that so much she still does it in the magazine where she'll do the favorite things but the episode was the best hour of tv because mm-hmm. everyone's so happy everyone's so at the oprah show was just like a, amazing remember when she did the legends ball with all those <sighs> iconic women and uh, i mean the camping trip with gail i know that's not what this is about but no <laughs> youtube the camping all. trip yes. it's great when they go um ziplining yeah, yes, so good. <laughs> we need that that's what tv that's, is missing yes like, agreed think, you know amy poehler and nick offerman are doing a reality show about crafting and it's a very positive upbeat and i just think i would like to see more of that and mm. i think we're moving into that a little bit that sounds like it could be boring though you sit there and watch people craft yeah that one is boring <laughs> I'm saying I want more of it, but that one is boring. But I, I just think there's a space for some, maybe like a home, a di- more home makeover or something. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, we're, it's it's a lot of hope. Like that's what I like about shows like America's Got Talent, and and honestly, even Dancing with the Stars. Yeah. Like, because there's a lot of great TV that you can put on. We've got like teenagers in our house and a toddler, and then Joe and I want to be entertained, and we want something that we can all watch. And you can't even put on the news. I mean, mm-hmm. it's and I am happy that we that the news is out there. So we are aware of what's going on in the world because we need to be educated, but it's It's can be hard and it's a lot. And so it's nice to be able to have something uplifting on the TV. And I think that reality TV can give a great space for that. You know, the news is coming at us in so many different ways. It's like, we don't necessarily need it from TV anymore because we're getting it on Twitter and we're getting it uh, from uh, the internet and everything. So sometimes when I turn on the TV, I don't want the news because I've already gotten it a hundred different other places. We have a lot of listeners that think like, or even just talking with friends. Um, my issue is like, oh my God, am I just rotting my brain? Am I watching way too much TV these days? And what, as someone who is not only passionate about it, but it's kind of come become part of your job to watch TV. What do you think are the benefits? Like what are the things that if anyone that's feeling guilty for calling TV a guilty pleasure, what would you say to that? I don't think you should feel guilty about any of your pleasures. Whatever helps keep you above water right now, I think is an okay thing. And for me, it's self-care. Like I need to escape for an hour or two with reality TV. And that's just so that I'm strong enough to take in the news, be proactive with the new, with what's going on in the country. And I, I wouldn't be able to be that if I was, if I was consuming all dark things or all, um, or, or all real events, uh, you know, I need an hour or two where I can just unwind, relax so that I can be stronger the rest of the day, you know, to do everything I need to do. It's so but, true. But I don't think anyone should feel guilty. I hate that term guilty pleasure. Cause it's like, you, we should never feel bad about something we love as long as it's bringing us joy as, and as long as it's not hurting other people. Yeah. Which maybe sometimes reality TV could not be the best for everyone, but. Do you think everyone's in on it, though? Everyone that's on the show? I think for the most, I'd say 85% of people know what they're in for on reality TV. But then there are certain cases where maybe it takes on another life. I I mentioned the comeback earlier, and I think that's such a a great cautionary tale of something that uh, someone who went on reality TV and it consumes them and then it sort of turns them into a bit of a monster uh, the way it did on Valerie Cherish on the show. So I think there's that risk. But for the most part, it's like it's been around for so long now. We know what it is. We know what it takes. Like Bethany Frankel, I think, is going in there and doing a job and she knows what she's doing. I don't think she's taking it all home with her. It's a great uh, outlet for her to make money and promote her brands and all of uh, all of that. So I, I think they know going into it. Yeah, I think so. Well, Kayla, I hope we get you on the Bravo train. I mean, I kind of have to Kayla, join it I now. I know you have to do it. I do. Do you watch any... Any like not a- not Bravo shows? No, I watch like The Prophet on MSNBC with Marcus <laughs> Lemonis. Not the same thing. <laughs> we do different. we do watch Bachelorette. <laughs> we Bachelor. do. You, Bachelor, we do. Bachelor, yeah. yeah, that's yeah. kind of our world. Which um, it seems to be that there's a lot of news coming out recently that that whole season just got 
potentially upended. Which I'm so far behind. So we're going to have to see. What do you mean it got upended? I know. Well, I think this episode is going to come out in a few weeks, but Mm -hmm. um, so everyone will know. Everyone will know know by the time. But one of the guys might have had a girlfriend the entire time. (gasps) And it seems like he might be the one one of the top contenders. contenders? I don't know. I mean, that's a show that's just been going at it for so long. I'm sure a lot of it is just. it's they're so used to it they're just not even paying attention anymore i know i know what's real what's not mm-hmm. if anyone's interested in reality tv there's a great scripted show called unreal that was out a few years ago and the first season is amazing our it, friend developed that yeah, yeah. oh yeah mm-hmm. it's fantastic right it's so it's, great it seems like such a realistic it's dramatic and it's fun and soapy and it's supposed to be like behind the scenes of the bachelor yeah right yeah, yeah. Well, I love that we got a behind-the-scenes look at your perspective of reality TV today. Thank you so much for coming to hang out with Thank you us for having me. and talk about all kinds of important things like the hills and Tara Reid <laughs> and Oprah on a zip line. <laughs> I could talk about it forever. Um, you have so much. Will you tell everyone what's happening with you right now? What's Yeah, my show is called Everything Iconic. So yeah, I do uh, interviews with certain celebrities and then I also do recaps of reality TV. So I'm doing Real Houses in New York. Candace was on my show. She was amazing talking Vanderpump Rules with me. Bye. And uh, what else? You can follow me on social media at Danny Pellegrino. I have a book coming out at the end of the year that I, I hopefully will be able to announce on my social media soon. And then you have yeah. a book out as well right now, right? I, I co-wrote a book called the super carb diet. So it's um, a guy named Bob Harper from reality. Yes. TV. Yes. Biggest loser. Biggest loser. Right. It's, it was his diet plan. I just helped him. Uh, I am the co-writer, but I helped him. You know, I used to take his spinning classes back at Crunch back in the day before, like right when he got on the show. And I was like such a fangirl of his. (laughs) I would like line up in the line to take his spin classes. (laughs) He's great. And he moved to New York. But when he was here, we would work out together and he would always push me so hard to work like in my workouts. And it was the best. I miss it. Mm. I miss it. I miss it. It was like a free trainer I had when we'd go out and work out together. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And then uh, I just, uh, I just optioned a movie. So hopefully that'll be (gasps) amazing. Keep us posted yes, on that. That's I will. so exciting. I will. And everyone follow at Danny Pellegrino on Instagram. You are so funny. Thank you. I live for your memes and I do a lot all of your reality fun TV videos. <laughs> so many great reality TV memes. Thank you so much for joining this us. This was here so today. fun. Thank, Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. It was so much fun. I love our interview with Danny. That was my first time meeting him. I'm such a fan. I am the biggest Danny Pellegrino fangirl. Oh, I, he just makes me so happy following him on Instagram. I really cannot encourage you all to do it enough, <laughs> um, especially during the holiday season. He recaps all the all the holiday Hallmark movies and gives it like a one to ten candles. Or can- <laughs> Yeah, it's really, really fun. You know what we learned while researching this episode, which is really interesting, is a lot of the reality show boom stems from the writer's strike. That's crazy. I know. Isn't that weird? So we, uh, for those of you that aren't in the industry, writers write TV shows, obviously, but they went on strike in 2007 for around a hundred days. And so when they went on strike, networks were scrambling to try and find content. And so what they ended up doing is hiring producers to write reality shows. And then there was this massive boom of reality shows. And so anyone that's a writer on a reality show is gets a credit as a producer, which is really interesting. That is interesting. And it makes so much mm-hmm. sense as to all these crazy reality shows that we were looking up and finding out even existed. Yeah. Well, and, it's, and, it, and we read that it said it was almost like a hundred different reality shows that were pitched and on air because I think networks were just scrambling. They weren't sure what to do. And this was in 2007 and it lasted for a hundred days. Wow, that's crazy. Well, I'm glad that it all worked out and ended after 100 days, but... Guess what didn't end? Reality television. Reality TV. It's, just it's still going. going. It's still going. And I think that that was such a great point of that, yeah, this has kind of become the new general hospital and it's become the new soap operas. Mm-hmm. It absolutely has. Because I don't see it ending. Mm-hmm. And even Vanderpump Rules, which is kind of a later in the game show, like they, that's been on, I think, for seven seasons. And I, we didn't even touch on the fact that I love watching Teen Mom and Teen Mom OG and all of them are still on it. And this is 10 years later. I mean, th- it's kind of like the Truman Show. These kids were born on television on 16 and Pregnant and then grew up for 10 years years on TV. It's all they know. And it's all I know. (laughs) I've watched it all. 
what does that say? But I liked that Danny said we don't have to think about it as a guilty pleasure. I love that. So he 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 truly understands himself and knows what it takes for him to unwind. And that means reality television. And he has no shame in it. And I love that. And I don't think we should feel shame do in you, watching it. Do you feel guilty watching reality TV? No, I don't feel guilty watching any television. I don't watch a ton of reality. We, we love to watch our Bachelor, Bachelorette nights and stuff like that. But I think that especially for what we do, we love to watch television and it's part of our everyday. But I think you figure out what works for you and then you just own it and do what you want. It's your life. Who cares what other people think? It's true. I'm not going to feel guilty anymore for all my reality TV watching. I don't think you did in the beginning. Shh, Kayla. Don't tell my secrets. (laughs) Well, you guys, we hoped you loved our episode today. Make sure to follow Danny Pellegrino. He is wildly entertaining. And we will see you next week for another episode. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com.